Football's stupid. What's stupid about football? Starters celebrates the worst instincts of American culture. Oh, what's that? Aggression, violence, the taking no, of No, no, what football celebrates is teamwork and character. If executed properly, that's what it celebrates. Where are you from? All over. My family moves around a lot for work. Well, you live in Texas now. You love the game of football. You just don't know it yet. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to FNL Podcast, the Friday Night Lights podcast. And I am Blake. And with us again is Russ and Lyle. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> and uh, it's been quite a while since we've been doing this. And we had meant to have one or two throughout the summer and then maybe even a uh, – a preseason podcast, but schedules just didn't quite line up and didn't quite fit together. But um, we finally got to see everybody back in Dillon, Texas. And um, I'll, on the front end, say that it, it didn't quite seem to have the hype or the intensity that I was at least hoping for going into the fifth and final season. You're talking about the episode in general or like the lead-up to the episode? Maybe a little bit of both, but I think it was confirmed even just with the episode itself that it seemed like I was like, eh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's weird that like they had one episode that uh, it just occurred to me that it's kind of like the way like they're not in a position where they can waste time anymore because it's thirteen episodes a season and there's after this one there's twelve episodes left and uh, you know what I mean? It's they know like, where the finish line is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. how you can create a lot of drama for one season and then resolve it at the end of 13 episodes. So I'd be interested to see how they're going to do that. Well, their little ad campaign, they went from an apocalyptic scene of all of Texas uh, sinking into the earth and things splitting apart to just some people getting out of limos, so it couldn't have half the hype. Are talking about the, uh, the promos? Yeah. It looked like they are getting ready to go to prom or something. Yep. You know, everybody putting on lipstick and getting their fancy duds on. I didn't see any of the promo videos. Um, I saw a couple of clips from the from last night's episode in advance, but that was it. Yeah. So. Well, they gave nothing away at all. The the promo videos It's just them look like they're all getting ready for some big shindig. And again, I think as always happens, it seems like there's a lot of you know trying to get new things going and introduce a few new characters as they're trying to wrap up some of the old. Old storylines, mm-hmm. which even to me didn't qu- seem quite to fit or seem as real. And that's one of the things, you know, we've talked about before that Friday Night Lights, I believe, does one of the best jobs at making things seem real or realistic, at least as far as the relationships and the way people get along with each other. But then again, some of the plot lines just seem the most illogical happenings ever, that they would never really be that way. It seems like one of those things where uh, Friday Night Lights seems like the kind of show, I guess, that with the way they introduce the characters all the time, that it could kind of go on because it wouldn't, it wouldn't get stale, you know, trying to trying to find the same characters over and over, um, especially you know with Tammy and Eric being like the and Buddy being like the three characters that would stay around, you know, with everybody else leaving. If they could keep getting young, you know, good looking people, that they could keep it going for a while, but. Um, but uh, I'm all about you, uh, your comment too, with stuff being implausible because there were some things that I found implausible, and it wasn't just the sports stuff. Um, well, like, like a, can we go of, ahead and launch into the sports stuff now? Wait, before we say that, what about a Whataburger basically replacing Applebee's as the as the main draw of all burgers in uh, 
in Dillon, Texas? Because I saw Whataburger like three or four times. It was even on the scoreboard, I think. Yeah, yeah, they, that was uh, the name of the uh, football jamboree or whatever, too. Yeah. Was the Whataburger. Yeah. Um, that's what I was wondering. If Was it like a jamboree? But I guess they played a whole game. I guess it was a real game that counted. But I, you, you think that – well, Applebee's obviously has been a sponsor – I believe at one point or another, Under Armour has been a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, last year especially. Um, but also, you know, they have like they mentioned Gatorade specifically and show him going to get a Gatorade jug at times. And then I, I think that there are just times when they're like, we need to do everything we can to help the show make money, even if it's put Whataburger on the scoreboard and have Whataburger um, sponsor the. And the Methodist. Yeah. <laughs> They show that Methodist church sign too. <laughs> yeah. Because usually all the churches seem to be fairly, you know, nondescript, non denominational. Yeah. I, I like how Slam and Sammy is the play by play announcer for both Dylan and East Dylan. That seems like it would be difficult to do. <laughs> but he didn't do that last season, did he? he I thought, did- remember, we talk, I think we talked about this because it sounded yeah. like him, but I couldn't tell if it was him or not. Well, they had a guy named Willie Galt, remember? That's right. Willie did Because yeah. they always slip in old football player names somehow, it seems like. Yeah, Willie Galt and uh, Buddy did the color commentary. I went with Herschel yeah. Walker to be on there this season. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy did not do the color commentary. He was too busy on the sidelines, I think. Wasn't he? He, he was doing some uh, – just a radio calling show, though, at the very beginning, remember? When, yeah. Uh, when Coach was hearing him in the – I guess it was in the coaching office. And Coach Spivey's back. I missed him from a few seasons ago. Yeah. Well, Buddy spent his free time roaming uh, area playgrounds looking for potential football stars on the basketball court, apparently. Apparently so. But he's like an AAU scout. He's just <laughs> hanging out on the playground now with everybody. Hey, I know – I used to know guys who that was how they made money is they would go to AAU tournaments and watch basketball players and contact college coaches for it. It was kind of dirty. Well, he's not a very good AAU scout if he's looking for basketball talent because I don't, I'm not a great basketball player myself, but Hastings, I think he's all hype. Look, I can go on and on for 45 minutes about how much I hate Hastings Ruckle. Already. <laughs> he looks worse than Pete Wolf. He's supposed to be a basketball phenom. I mean, that was just ridiculous. Every single basketball, every single basketball scene, scene that he did, when he blocked the guy's shot, it looked ridiculous. When he's running the floor, he 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 dribbled the ball with two hands, and <laughs> they cut when he jumped to dunk. They cut to like an an opposite shot, so it was obvious that he wasn't even close to the rim. And then when he's shooting free throws, I was like, oh, this is horrible. How about it's August in Texas, and they show. Uh, Guys running and they're sweating and they got their shirts off and all that crap. And then Hastings is playing pickup basketball with like a toboggan cap on <laughs> in August in West Texas. And I'm like, is this, this the best you could do to show us that he's edgy? That he's that new edgy guy has put a toboggan. He just always wears a toboggan cap. It was like something off Saved by the Bell. <laughs> like, oh, we put this, we put glasses on this guy. He's a nerd. Oh, this guy's wearing a beanie cap. He's he's got a hard edge to him. Um, I really, as much as I hated all the basketball stuff, I love, uh, I love when coach goes, what kind of name is Hastings Ruckle? <laughs> and Buddy Garrity just goes, Welsh. And then I also well, That's like, the thing. Some of the dialogue while they were talking was fantastic. When he goes, you live in Texas now. Yeah. You love the sport of football. 
like that's one of the greatest lines they've ever had on there. But it was ruined because I'm watching this guy shoot free throws <laughs> like fifth grade girl. He's flipping. I it. mean, yes. Um, it, I have seen that me. free throw. I've seen that free throw motion before. Um, and who did it? <laughs> well. Both of you know him, but nobody else who listens to I this understand one, that. Uh, Never mind. Billy, Billy oh, yeah, I know you're so. <laughs> so. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, it looked exactly like the Teen Wolf basketball scenes. Oh, That's stage. what it looked like. It's Michael, Michael J. Fox shooting. Well, it looked, like my, it looked like Michael J. Fox's free throw shooting for him. And they're like, how many did you make in a row? And he says, I'm like 60-something. Or, I mean, come on. Yeah, 67. Not believable. 64, something like that. And he keeps being recruited, obviously, by, by Buddy, by Coach, and then by even some of the players, and they were having it. But then he, they, the team bus pulls up <laughs> to his house. Or is it the school? It is a school because it, it was the coach. That's right, it was a basketball coach. It pulls up to the school, like, come on, hop on the bus. we got a game to go play. Uh, and he's never played before. And then at, they, they entrust him because he has such great jumping ability with the last play of the game. Um, a regulation, I, I guess, at least. I think I think that their football advisor quit. I think they must have used to have some old Cowboys player on the sideline, like when they were filming things. Like I don't know, like Jay Novacek or somebody. Somebody who has nothing else to do was a football player. Say, okay, is this believable? And he would be like, no, you can't do that. And now that guy just quit. I thought there is no way that somebody who's never taken a snap, he didn't even know the rule of football, how to put on his pads or anything. And they put him in for the last play of the game. And his dialogue of, I can jump 17. <laughs> I can jump him. You use out I always thought that meant you, you – he didn't say out jump him, I though. Know. That's what I'm saying. I was he thinking said jumping. How many of you going to beat him down? I know. Every, everywhere in the world, when you say you're going to jump somebody, that means you're going to hit them. He says, I can jump 17. And then he goes out there. Um, uh, I didn't uh, – it stretched my uh, – I could not suspend my disbelief with that football scene. I didn't, I, I didn't disbelieve that more than I, dis, than I had trouble with the Statue of Liberty play for two points because – I was telling Blake this earlier. Obviously, Coach Taylor has not aware that overtime is, uh, is permeated into the high school ranks because he does not want to go to overtime for any reason Never. whatsoever. And um, But it seems – it seems more believable to me that you could, even if a guy's never played football, to say line up here, run to the end zone, and catch a ball, then we're going to run a Statue of Liberty play for two uh, at the end of the game to win. I didn't, I didn't mind that so much. They always incorporate crap that has happened in the past few years. That was obviously the Boise, Boise State, State throwback to the when they beat Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a few years too late. Um, usually they're a little more on it than that. They say those are the, the notes of the former uh, football advisor you're talking about. They still have his notes. Uh, <laughs> that might be it. It's from like four years ago. So you know what would be cool? <laughs> um, I didn't mind that as much because we need to see Luke do something. Yeah. We, we, we had to see Luke do something. And coaching. He made he, the hard have they ever, yeah. Have they ever? Oh, yeah. He did uh, throw – a high block. He I thought they loose. were going to launch into the uh, brain damage plot line. The Jason Street. Yeah, I mean, that's the current hot topic football in football, you know, head injuries. So usually they cover that kind of stuff. I thought that was that's, what it was going to be. 
I thought this one would happen when he was rolling around. I was like, man, is it, is it possible? Because they filmed it in June. And I was like, is it possible they saw this like six months in advance or whatever? Four months in advance? That would... Didn't they get down? I mean, I don't know. The the whole football, I'm telling you, him going out, running the bomb and catching the back of the that was the most unbelievable thing that's ever happened on the show. And it it wasn't like he, no, I still think Landry's kick last year was was less believable. How far was that kick? I don't remember. I think it's like 122 yards. (laughs) They said to him in the parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, maybe so. Outside of Landry killing the guy, that bothered me more than anything that's ever happened on the show. Outside of Landry and Tyra getting together? No, I didn't mind that. Okay. Landry's in a band. It makes him automatically sort of cool. Sort of. Crucifixorious and, for them and to Tyra's be around. Kind of, uh, Tyra's kind of easy, so that might work. <laughs> yeah, she did regret it a few times. Think yeah. about this. Um, Crucifixorious has been around for four years, and yeah. it still doesn't have a better following than that. Like, that's that's. It's time for them to shut that down. I think Dylan seems kind of disinterested with it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking, uh, Julie really does a good job of. Um, not only can she get into gay bars outside of Dylan, <laughs> but she can also get into strip, strip bars. Club. I was like, I noticed hey. that she and Landry always kept the label of whatever they were drinking away. You know. Towards them, because I kept wanting to try to tell her, they drinking like you know root beer, or <laughs> or you know they throwing back the real stuff or not? They to, I think they you know strategically kept that away from us. Now that Julie is in college, do my inappropriate comments are they appropriate now? <laughs> Go for it, I guess. What do you have to say? Uh, I've, I've, nothing. She's, <laughs> you know, she's very she's, good looking. She's. Uh, I think she. They, I just read that she's twenty one because she's going to be in Scream Four. Oh, I was not aware of either of those things. But you know, I know she's going to be in Scream Four. Uh, Twenty one, maybe pushing it though. Character wise, though, they're still only eighteen, and you'd assume that the uh, the former sheriff's son and uh, head coach of one of the football teams locally's daughter would be known. But they have no no fear, no hesitation at all about going to the strip club. And and then again, with Landry getting a lap dance from some lady. Nobody it- cares. I thought that that was going to be uh, Billy's wife giving him the lap dance for a second. Awkward. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, did she? You think she's gone back to work at the landing strip? I don't know. I don't know how fast recovery is for uh, strippers. Well, I mean that baby's what at least nine months old now because it was the end of football season last year when she had it. Yeah, that's true. Football season started again. Speaking of the Riggins, what about uh, Tim in prison? There, he looks like two steps away from the death's door. Yeah, it's depressing it's, wise. It seems like that he was really doing the noble thing, but he looks like he's pretty much regretting doing the noble thing. I couldn't tell if he regretted it or if he was just like, "I don't have to think about it." You keep reminding me of it. Like I think he still would have done it, but he didn't want Billy coming in there trying to be buddy buddy about it all the time. I think that he, it's it seemed pretty obvious that they were trying to make him like resentful to me. Yeah. But do he get out? Uh, I assume he'll get out before the end of the season, right? I, I don't know. Did they say how long his sentence was? I thought they it was, said he only got three months if you have good behavior. Three months to go, right? Yeah, yeah, three months left. So if we're August, he should be out by state championship. What are the odds that he still wins the state championship? I'm thinking about one to one. 
<laughs> I'm thinking one to ten. Okay. You got about a thousand to win a hundred. Yeah. Um, I think they have a very deep playoff run. Not for realistic sensibilities, but for DVD the sales. sake of story in this last um season. I'm just hoping they make some comebacks along the way. <laughs> they, well, they come back against everybody. I, I mean, I, I hope they're not blowouts. Uh, I would hate for, I, I would hate to not see any of these games go down to the wire. I'm hoping we get a uh, locker room appearance by Matt Saracen to make an inspirational speech, or maybe Street. I'm wondering how much we'll see of of Dylan High School or West Dylan, whatever you want to call them. But you know, the McCoys and. All those guys over there, are they going to be a factor much in this season or not? Of course, you know there will be the, the cat fight later on. Yeah. Oh, they'll fight for the state championship. <laughs> After, are you kidding? Uh, yeah. I don't understand how the jurisdictional rules work with that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't seem like that's possible. But By the way, I went to Pflugerville where they film West Dillon's Field. I just thought I'd let y'all know that, that uh, when I was in Austin about a month ago. Uh, I met a girl who went to school there at the zoo in Columbia, South Carolina a few months ago. I was wearing a Friday Night Lights t-shirt. So, Russ, can you just walk around there pretty casually? Or is it like... (laughs) Anna and I went there during school. And so, like, school was out. I mean, the, the... there's apparently one building way past the football field that kids have to walk to to get to because we, we, when we first got there, there was nobody in because classes were in session, but then like bells rung and kids started coming out and we're trying to take pictures of us. We couldn't get on the field because it was fenced up and barbed wire. It was, pretty, it was pretty protected, but that little opening where the team walks in to practice all the time, where they walked in like 20 different times where Matt and Julie would stop and talk and uh-huh. – Madison and J.D. McCoy would stop and talk. Uh, that's that actually is more of a um, like a landmark that you can kind of you can kind of tell that it's the field because the field actually looks bigger on TV than it does like in real life. I mean, it's still big. The stadium is quite large, but it's about like a the same size of as a five A. It's a big five A school here. Do they have three different parking lots, like faculty parking, student parking, and then a sign that said? Huge nerds that like Friday Night Lights to come visit <laughs> school. Uh, shuttle yeah. buses for you to get there. Well, the thing was, I really thought I was only good because my buddy Dude was telling me that it's only like five minutes from Austin. It's more like fifteen or twenty. So, uh, did you get to go to Ray's Barbecue? No, I did not get a chance to frequent Ray's Barbecue. They had a. I'm very, I'm very concerned. Though. Very concerned about Ray's Barbecue because anytime some a barbecue place franchises, the, the quality goes way down. I was going to say, I bet the quality of Ray's Barbecue in Dillon is probably way less than it than it was last season. With Virgil not being there, and the portions are probably smaller too. It's going to be like Dreamland in uh, Birmingham instead of Dreamland in Tuscaloosa. We know there's a uh, a little Dewey's Barbecue now in Oxford, uh, out, branching out from Starkville, and it, I heard the, that the portions are smaller and. Uh, not quite as, uh, as as good as I expected it to be. I heard that. I didn't realize that uh, the dude was such had such business acumen that he was going to be able to branch out the barbecue place into this big thing. What are you talking about uh, on Friday Night Lights? Yeah, yeah. I think he ended up going back for uh, for some business training or something, didn't he? Yeah, I thought that's did what they, you did they say said. that. I thought he was, so. in, he was in Dallas with 
don't know. Some meeting with some potential investors or something. Oh, I don't know. I missed that. I have to admit that I, I watched it very disjointed because I was out doing something the night that it came on and it was uh, recording on my DVR, but a thunderstorm came through and it, I missed the entire football game and had to record the later showing and get up and watch it separately from the rest. Oh, so I was watching them play ping pong, and then all of a sudden it was like, hey, Julie's leaving. Wait, what happened? <laughs> what? Speaking of Julie leaving, I know we're jumping towards the end, but uh, so her mom and dad aren't going to drive with her to go to her school and, like, you know, drop her off or hug her neck at the at the dorm room and all. I found that a little unrealistic, especially as how tight I, they I, are. I did not because that rang very true because I watched my mom watch my brother pack up and go off to college, and she stood there crying in the driveway as he left. I also think that I remember that distinctly. Didn't they say something about her going to someplace in Texas? Burleson. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then it makes sense. It's not like she's going to Boston or something like that. At least it's a close place. That makes more sense now that it's a, that it's a close place. Oh, uh, they're in West Texas. Not many things are close in West sure. Texas. Um, <laughs> this is this was the most unrealistic thing for me. If if you were divorced and remarried <laughs> and had a new kid, would you live in the same house as your ex-wife who's on the road? Like, I'm wondering why. Uh, that they made share no the sense. same house? Or, Only like, thing I can think of is if, like, his name was still on the deed or something by chance somehow. I don't know. That was yeah. the exact same house? They were yes, the same. Because the Airstream trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yes. The Airstream was still oh. back there. Um, Riggins rig. Yeah, that I didn't. I didn't realize that was the case. That was super strange to me. I just kept thinking, I was like, I can't believe that they live in the same house. And I'm not a fan it, of Becky's stepmom. It, uh, yeah, isn't moving in with Billy just a lateral move with the family structure department? Uh, um, it's, it's a degree north, I think. I mean, I also he think, is like a felon. <laughs> well, I also not, think not convicted to be no. treated, to be treated crappily by your own family is a little worse than to be treated crappily by somebody else who's taken you in. By Mindy, <laughs> yeah, Mindy is not. I don't think she's going to like this arrangement. At least it's a smoke-free environment. I think that's. <laughs> That is true. So do we assume that there's going to be any tension there, like, between the three of them? Like, jealousy, like Mindy's actually jealous of Becky? Um, I don't know what they're going to do with that. Here's the thing. Do you have any idea what they're going to do this season at all after the first episode? No. Um, Not really. I mean, I saw the previews for next week, and it looked like Vince was going to get a lot of college offers. Besides yeah. win the state championship, that's all I know. I don't have any spoiler information. I just assume that they will win the state title game, game again. Um, oh, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, I, I will Coach be really stunned if they don't win it. He has only won one single state championship. So the first first season? Coach. Yeah, first season. So. Are you sure? I'm sure because in the second season, uh, Smash got injured in the first round of the yeah, playoffs. They, they didn't even finish the second season. Yeah, but that's what they in the third season they kind of hint to it. In third, oh, okay, in the third season they, they lost field goal. and Reagan left his shoes on the field, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, you know I hope they don't win it. That's that is really far fetched to me that a program within two years of startup wins a 
championship. And we said the exact same things last year about I hope they don't beat the Dillon Panthers because it's too unrealistic. But I don't yeah. in retrospect, I don't think it's that unrealistic that they beat Dillon because it's a rival school. He would have wanted that game worse than anybody else. And Dillon didn't even make the playoffs that year. Like it's not like they were as good, yeah. It's not like they were as good as they were the two years before. They obviously had but dropped off. They had the number one quarterback in America. Has the number one quarterback in America ever not made the playoffs in any division? You know what I'm saying? But they isn't lost JD Luke. Supposed to be the, isn't J.D. <laughs> supposed to be the best quarterback? But Luke never even played for him to begin no, with. No. He never he played one game. Dylan. I thought he played one game. I thought he played the first game of the year. Uh, maybe he did. I don't remember. And if uh, one other thing about about Coach and Julie, if they have played ping pong as much as they said they have, they have not gotten any better because they lob those <laughs> balls up every time. Surely yeah. she hasn't played that much, and he was just like laying up for. Her. That's what I would do. I remember them playing one time, maybe season three. But you know, what do you think about uh, about Tammy and her new job? Um, what's yeah. that? Uh, what's that girl's name? The the the, the epic. problem girl. Epic. Epic. That is a great name. That is an, uh, pardon me, epic name. <laughs> that is that is great. So obviously she's gonna come into play somehow in the plot lines pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. they um they actually showed her in the preview too next week. Um. So how long has Dylan, I mean, excuse me, East Dylan been around? Because they're acting like now, you know, last season we thought that they were a brand new school and they just had all the rejects from Dylan High School. But now it seems like they've got uh, all these, they don't want to have to do, they want these new things that Tammy's wanted them to do. They've wanted to do it the way they've always done it. And, and does it really take that long to handwrite a letter for your college applicants? Because I don't think that right now at least East Dylan has like this huge list of them to begin with. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I think that we were led to believe that they would that they were a new school like two years ago or whatever. I think we were led to believe that, but I mean, it could be one of those things where they just have um, artistic lab. I mean, liberty. Yeah, where they just kind of pretend that stuff like that never happened. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what year it closed down. I mean, they won the state championship in the early eighties, nineteen eighty-two. So yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, it was closed down for a while, long enough for the raccoons to move in. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they just rehired their old teaching staff if it had only been like five years or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care about Tammy's new job. So I'm gonna, I'm, I, I just don't – I just find myself not caring as much about the East Dillon people as I did the Dillon people with Saracen and Street and Lila and all those. I don't know. I, agree. I guess I don't want – I can't relate as much. Like, I knew, I think everybody knows somebody like Riggins or knows somebody like Saracen from high school. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I knew anybody like the characters that are on there now. I can see that. I I know, I know, I knew people like Luke or whatever. I mean, as far as his family goes and stuff like that. Speaking of Luke, I'm assuming he's all healed up and decided not to go to that other school. I mean, he never really got much of a closure with that after season four. Yeah. I, rem- I, I don't, I didn't even remember that until I watched the last couple episodes. 
couple days, a couple weeks ago. Because he's about, tra- about to transfer, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Vince and him are like best friends now. They did a total rig and smash thing where they hate each other. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, they, they don't hate each other. They're best friends. They go jogging They're, together. It's nine months and Tinker drives by them eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> he got the uh, the big hit or didn't he strip the ball? He Yeah, he either forced a fumble he or did. recovered number one. He's playing both ways. Him and Luke. Uh, did Luke play both ways last year? I don't believe he did. Uh, I thought he played a little linebacker. But they hyped him up in this season, you know, as like a, this a massive linebacker. Oh yeah. Speaking of the defense, here's another thing that bothers me about that bothers me about this episode. They went to great lengths to show that they had no receivers who could catch the ball. But one of the DBs made a one-handed interception. <laughs> like, can we not move him to a wide receiver, coach? He needs to flip the sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess hey, um, I guess now big-time that- players step up in big-time games. That's true. I believe Santana Moss said that. What did Ronnie Lott say? <laughs> oh, that's a disaster. Also, <laughs> that that is those are priceless scenes, though. I think that's I think that's great. I love that storyline. I cannot get enough of it. Well, that's another thing that's unrealistic that they bring in a defensive back coach the week of their first game, and that he's now going to be able to be. Um, you know, an integral part we assume of the uh, of the team there. Well, he's the best coach on the staff because he he uh, coached them up to an interception at a crucial time. That's true. Yeah, Is, uh, uh, I'm not sure about Billy as an assistant coach. Oh, I think it's. I like be- I like Billy, but I, I bet they pull some kind of Hoosiers routine where coach gets kicked out and uh, Billy's got to take him on home or whatever. Oh, surely. Surely, um, see, I was thinking that he would get fined or something or flagged and get kicked out of the game. Like Billy himself would get. It's a disaster in the way that it, it's the great, all great storylines are disasters. Well, I, I, I bet Billy has got a huge redemption coming at some point this year. I don't know. You know, of course, and you know his brother. Was, his brother was a defensive back coach for at least one player, you know, because he was coaching Luke last year. Remember, no. Tim was on the South for like about half a half a season. Excuse me, half a week. <laughs> Where, where's Riggins? I, I, yeah, and then plus that he didn't really show up for any of the games. But one week during practice, he um, coach asked where Riggins is, and there's like, oh, his brother's having a baby. He's <laughs> like, how come I didn't know that? I was like, well, how come I didn't know he was still a coach on the team? Deleted scenes. Yeah, Billy Riggins is following the steps of his brother and coaching for the East of the Lions, and I'm I'm hoping there's some comedic payoff towards the end. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like uh, Tim was on his way to like some sort of redemption, and I guess his redemption was I'm gonna take the bullet for my brother or whatever. But it seemed like there was there was really no uh, I don't know that wasn't a fulfilling enough redemption for me. I guess. So I don't know what Billy's deal is. And uh, Jess, oh, uh, I guess she hung up her uh, her cheerleading shoes. She's in the stands with her brothers. She's in the credits doing her dance moves still. Still, yeah. That's, Russ really likes that dance move. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, and Gracie Bell's gotten cuter too. <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> cuter, yes. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I mean, let's not get carried away here. But she is cuter, at least. Yeah, so. she's cuter. Uh, I was trying to. She's got potential. So we got to talk about Grandma Saracen. Yeah, chair aerobics. Uh, yeah, fit and be fit. She was watching on TV. Yes, I love that show. Um, was that supposed to be funny or heartbreaking when she picked up her uh, blood pressure cuff and said it was an MP3 player? Because I thought it was sad. <laughs> yeah. All I'm going to say is that Grandma Sarah's new nurse is no Carlotta. No. <laughs> she probably learned her lesson after Matt. <laughs> I, I, I would miss me some Carlotta if I was still around there. Um, I'm going to miss Landry. Is he not, is, was, this, was this his last episode, you think? I don't know. Landry. They need some raw humor somewhere in the show. The stuff that Landry brings. Plus, I just like that he, you know, has the heart to go see Grandma Saracen and everything. Mm-hmm. I want to know what went down in Chicago when he went back with Matt last year. Oh, I forgot all about that. I, I want to know what happened at least a little bit in the gap between the two seasons. It's the first time they've gone into a season and haven't really, like... In the recap. There's been no, no even like mention to what has happened over the past couple months or anything like that. I know um, they're bringing Minka Kelly back for two episodes at the end. She's been on uh, Parenthood. If you don't watch that TV show, that's another Jason Kadem's show. He's the showrunner for both uh, Parenthood and Friday Night Lights. What are you doing? Uh, I've never seen it. I know she's in a new movie that looks incredibly horrible. It's got to be horrible for me not to go see it with her in it. And uh, Vince, he was in it this past week in Parenthood, Michael B. Jordan. Really? Yeah. So they've, I don't know if just because of Jason Kadem's connections or what, but it's a completely, well, I won't say completely different role, but it's a, he's out of school and working at a, um, I guess some food distribution place or a soup kitchen as the manager. But, uh, has, uh, has Vince been scrubbed completely clean of his thug tendencies? I don't know. He's, He's like the mentor to young boys now instead of thinking of killing people. Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things, yeah, that you just kind of scrub, like you say, the, the past away and keep moving um, and forget about it. There's not at least at least one time in every episode when I see Landry. There's just just for like maybe eight seconds or so, I had this thought. I was like, I just – Remember when he killed somebody? <laughs> and then, like, I go back into normal, but like, oh, yeah, we were just forgetting that ever happened. Um, when but, his, when his it, dad torched the, the car. Yeah, it's just like little things. Like when, he, like when he mentioned his mom packing for him, I was like, she must be so proud of a killer. to be the, 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 the mother of a son who's going to rice, especially considering he killed somebody. Um, well, I would think at least Crucifix Victorious would write a song about that incident. I mean, it's a pretty life-changing incident when you kill somebody. There's some redemption there, I bet. <laughs> uh, I hope uh, Devin plays a prominent role in the season. I dig Devin. I was thinking about that, too. It's like they need to bring her on as a more prominent um, character. Did she have her nose pierced last year? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, thought I that think was she new. said a stud. Uh, I mean, I don't know how they could possibly do a whole thing with her, though, with Julie gone and with her so disassociated from the football team. Because her only connection was Julie or Landry, and they were going off to school. It's yeah. True. Maybe there's... Maybe, maybe there's she like could a, start dating Epic. 
<laughs> or maybe there's like a maybe Hastings Ruckel is it turns out to be gay, and or or the gay um the gay football coach. I was trying to think like oh yeah they got to do something with the gay football coach yeah, but that's another thing that they have just left alone. Which like that's okay. I wonder if some of those things if they if they cut out a lot that we never actually got to see or they were thinking of going one way and then ended up not actually taking it that direction. Mm-hmm. You think? Do you think that they are like hyper conscious not to appear to racially stereotype people? So they're like, we need a guy who's really good at basketball and really fast and can jump really high to play wide receiver. Let's make him a white guy so we don't look like we're stereotyping. Well, they missed because, the really good and really fast and can really jump. Well, <laughs> I mean, they keep talking about how he's all world and, and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, did, did they just, you think that's what they're doing? I could see that. Trying to even things out. Yeah. I, I just can't. It's the first time they've ever really had somebody on there who was obviously not an athlete in the least bit. Like, I don't know. Usually, usually they cover it up uh, somewhat because there's helmets and pads on them. But Mm -hmm. even whoever was playing him that went up for the pass was not like fully extended. He kind of alligator arm the pass. Oh yeah. It wasn't like he he was really out. Yeah. It wasn't like a big fade where you just go up and take it from the other guy. He timed the jump better than the other guy. That was all he did. Um. Yeah, he is edgy because what did he say when he was talking to Jess? He's kind of a kind of thing. He he re- referred to himself in some way that I can't remember. Didn't they call him a hippie or something at one point? I think she did. Yeah, they did. did. They somebody said the hippie. I, I kind of like when, that because he's obviously doesn't look anything like a hippie, but like in West Texas, <laughs> anybody who's different, they'd probably be like, he's a hippie. But hippies don't play basketball. Long hair. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. All right. Score one for <laughs> you. Um, I also, yeah. Yeah. He he is indicative of just about every other hippie basketball player I've ever known. Um, and is uh, is Coach Taylor, is he not the athletic director probably too? Could he not just tell the basketball coach, hey, he can play. It's all right. Yeah. I would just I be like, hey, I'm I'm this this football program is going places, son. You just you just gotta you gotta get behind the train. I'm not I really bad a basketball line. coach. There's not really a basketball coach who have that much of a problem with one of their team one of their guys playing football and vice versa. Unless he's the best player on the team. Which they've probably made him out to be that they have made him out to be like this kind of. I mean, he's supposed to be so talented that he's probably the best player on the team, and if he it's plays football, thing, you know. yeah, it's a good thing Calvin Brown's not around to lure him into his world since he hung out on the basketball court there too. Man, that's sad. I miss Calvin. Um, is do you think that that guy is ever coming back? The guy that. Uh, Played Calvin? No, no, no. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, dude, I've never seen any ghosts. There's a Halloween episode coming up, right? The um, <laughs> the guy who um, the guy who shot him? No, no, no. The, the guy, guy was driving Vince. 
Yeah, what's his name? I can't remember his Tony name. Tony better right look now. out. Yeah. Those are that's another storyline that really has a, oh, you're about the, the old guy who was like your dad would have killed somebody yeah, or yeah, whatever. Right. Oh. Speaking of his dad, I mean we know he's in jail now, but do we think he'll ever get out and be a part? Probably not. Yes. No, I disagree. Because every all they ever do is make people have issues with their parents. That's what the whole show's about. Yeah. And even Jess's dad, I wonder if he's just gone for good. Yeah. I like that Vince is like kind of uh, – here's the thing. The show, I guess the premiere wasn't that spectacular in the fact that it um, – I, I don't think that it revealed a lot of thing or even – I don't even know if it was just setting up for new storylines or whatever. But last year was so dark, like every single week, you know? I mean, remember we were speculating that Coach was having a drinking problem right. and that everything was going so bad for him. I just liked him sitting around talking about football. I like the fact that he's like, they're really genuinely talking about missing Julie being gone and stuff like that. It just seemed like there were a lot more endearing moments for the optimist than me. Yeah, we'll I mean, I have, I've never had any problem with the interpersonal relationships with the way they're portrayed. Mm-hmm. The outlandish storylines and some of the football stuff is the stuff that I'm always like, oh, it's scary. But like, I think he does a better job of showing genuine relationships than any other mm-hmm. show on TV. Well, yeah. if you remember last year, somebody put together a a, a clip, I mean, like a, a, a video of clips from like the first three seasons, or almost like the first three and a half seasons, and included a lot of football in it. And looking back through that, I would not realized how far away this show had gotten from actually showing football games and what goes on in the locker room and on the sidelines and actually, mm-hmm. you know, on the field. And it's almost like it's moved more to relationships and, um, you know, people getting mad, people getting happy about those things. And I, I guess I, I didn't realize it because I wasn't like missing it. But when I saw that, I really missed a lot of that old football stuff. Um, and I don't know if they can go back to that now or not. But that, I think that was the heart. And looking back, I, I think I appreciated the first few seasons, at least one and three, more than I did four especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean – to me, the show stopped being as good when the, he left Dylan. After he season three. That, uh, that's just me, yeah. I still like it. It's still one of my favorite shows. But I, to me, it lost a lot. I mean, I know they almost had to do it. I mean, they can't go on forever just showing the same, oh, he did Dylan. Dylan cares a lot about football. Oh, here's the comeback. Yeah. I mean, they, they all, I love the way they broke away from it. I was very excited about it. But then uh, – and. I liked it in theory more than I've liked it in practice. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, 12 more episodes, then we're done. Yep. Any uh, Anything you're looking towards for next week? Uh, I would like to see how it happens with um, – I, I, I like them. Um, well, I guess that I would agree. I saw in the preview that uh, Vince is being recruited by Georgia, Texas, and uh, Southern Cal. I thought it was funny that the next scene, he's like, I'm going to take care of you, Mama. Where do you want to live? I'm like, yep. Lane SC, Kiffin. Buy the house. Lane <laughs> Kiffin. Ed Ogeron. Yeah. So is it believable that a guy that had never played football, he's only played one season on a two and nine or two and eight team, is now being recruited by three of the more recognized football powerhouses? Yes, because he's not going to be cor- play cornerback wherever he goes. Still. He's uh he's gonna go somewhere he's gonna go somewhere and play he's gonna be like one of those quarterbacks who plays quarterback all throughout high school and then plays like safety or corner when he gets to 
college. That's he what just, we say. They'll probably have the last episode show him and be like, and then 10 years in the future, he won the MVP of the Super Bowl playing quarterback for the Steelers. Rose Bowl champion. Or something, something. Yeah. He's the one running quarterback that makes it in the NFL, makes a long career out of it. Well, he might not be a running quarterback anymore. He has, I don't know if you know, they have a receiver named Hastings Ruckel that can jump anybody. He <laughs> can jump anybody. I see, and the next week they're going to have a little trouble with Hastings not wanting to give it his all at practice and that not make Billy Riggins happy. Well, he does not expect anything less than the best. Yep. Well, as always, uh, if you have any feedback that any of our listeners would like to leave for us, they can email us at fnlpodcast at gmail.com. Um, voicemail, you can leave us at 662-259-0185 or drop us a line on Twitter. at um, The Twitter name is just fnlpodcast. And we actually did get one voicemail in that we couldn't get apart today, but we'll, i I got to put something out. Also, an interview that I did earlier that um, I'm going to put out later on this week and it is with Liza Richardson, who is actually the musical coordinator who uh, picks all the music that actually goes into the shows. Um, that's why I'll have those be oh, released sweet. later. I didn't even know you did that. That's yeah. Really cool. she's, um, she's done for a, few, a number of different shows. She, she has a radio show at night out in L.A. that she has, but then she works for a few different NBC shows. She's done a lot of the Apple um, iPod commercials as well. And so it was, uh, it was really interesting hearing her taking her side of things. Um, I hope you told her how much I enjoyed the use of Bob Dylan's Don't Think Twice, It's All Right at the end of the show last year. That one and the uh, season premiere last year with uh, Sufjan Stevens, Come Thou Found. Oh, did you really Did you really mention both of those? I did. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I love that. Riggins sitting there staring off in the distance with Bob Dylan playing. That's one of my favorite scenes. The, uh, and that, that was one thing I didn't really notice as much this episode, too, was the musical uh element of it because it always used to have been when, we, when we, they also played um was it driveway or no, northern oh, yeah yeah and when he's burying his dad yeah that was also a great one so leave us some comments we'd love to have you apart uh and then we will talk to you guys really soon bye-bye